You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. The mass exodus from the Seattle Police Department on their own is continuing. We may not have to defund the Seattle Police Department. They are defunding themselves. Got a ton more that have quit. The blue flu is real. It's happening. Officers are interviewing elsewhere. They're going elsewhere. You can't really blame them. Seattle doesn't want them, even though our mayor says, I care about you. But not enough to keep them from leaving in droves. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about, this is from Jason Rantz, mass exodus worsens with 34 more police out as the city of Seattle Council defunds. Let's jump on into it before we do. I'm Sean Reynolds. I own Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal, and I'm your host here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for being here. Let's get into it. All right. So while the city of uh, Seattle City Council is poised to cut the police budget once again, the mass exodus continues with at least 34 more officers having separated from the department. The last time I checked, and I think the last time that Jason Rance was able to get a request for information from the Seattle Police Department, I know most recently I saw a request for uh, information from the Seattle Police Department. Because the police department is kind of in disarray right now, they basically said, yep, we got your request, but it's going to be between six months and a year before we get information back to you. The last time I saw that happen, I think this was a couple of months ago, and it was maybe in sep- by September, I think 118 or 119 police officers had quit. And then that month, 39 officers alone had quit. Now we got another 34. Just happening. But if you've seen what's happening here in Seattle with the whole protest and the way people that have been arrested have been handled, which is just basically free get out of jail card. Yep, go back on the streets, do your thing. We're decriminalizing a lot of activities that otherwise would have gotten criminals off the street. We're just, that's the route we're kind of going down. We're just, a lot of crazies is happening. The newest staffing data puts the number of officers leaving Seattle in 2020 at 144 and counting. This is historically high. Now to give you a point of reference, police officers, they they need about 1,400 And right now they've got around 1,200, maybe a little bit less. So they're a couple hundred shy already, already. And I think people are kind of, they're aware, they're getting used to the idea of, we are short on police officers. We do not have enough police officers to make this a safe city. That's what's happening. Council is wrapping up deliberations on the 2021 budget with a Monday afternoon vote planned. It will likely see a 17% budget cut to the Seattle Police Department, far short of their pledge to defund by 50%. That was the big, that was the big push, right? During CHOP slash Chaz, defund the Seattle Police Department by 50% now on top of another couple of requests. Basically, let everybody out of jail that's in jail for protesting and invest in communities of color. That's what they were asking for. But the big push was defund the Seattle Police Department by 50% now. Do it now. Well, that's not happening. So they're going to have to live with maybe 17%. Or are they even going to have to have a budget cut? Because it seems like the police are just kind of taking themselves out. Taking themselves out. I know the South Dakota governor basically said, hey, SPD, come to South Dakota. We like cops here. Back the blue. 
That's what they're saying to the Seattle police officers. And guess what? They are going elsewhere in droves. And you can't really blame them. Citizens don't want them here, apparently. Protesters don't want them here. City council doesn't want them here. And I shouldn't say citizens don't want them here, but a certain segment certainly don't. Those out protesting, they don't want the cops here, don't want police presence. They want no police. And that's where you're headed. You're headed for having a very short you got a shortfall of cops out there. Still, the move continues to pull Seattle in a downward spiral toward even higher crime. 34 more police officers ditch the city. The latest separation stats account for October and the first half of November, according to multiple sources. But the number is still underreporting the true number. At least one other officer quit in the third week of November, and scores of others are still applying elsewhere. There's that blue flu. You got blue flu. You got police officers who've built up a lot of um, sick time, sick sick leave. You got them built up vacation time. Want to use that time because they're going to lose it if they move on to another department. And that's what they're doing. You got blue flu. Rumors swirl within the Seattle Police Department that separations could hit 200 by the end of the year. 200, that's a ton. I am sad and yet I am not surprised that many of the great human beings that do the job of policing in Seattle are still leaving the Seattle Police Department at an alarming rate. Seattle Police Officers Guild SPOG, President Mike Solan tells the Jason Rand Show on KTTH. It saddens me because I'm witnessing a professional police agency reversed by many fall victim to radical activism that is swallowing Seattle. And what I saw this past summer at CHOP, I can't really blame these cops for leaving. So they go out, they do their job, they get hammered on for doing their job. People tell them, ah, you guys are doing this all wrong. You've got all kinds of stuff going back and forth with uh, people saying, oh, you guys are letting out tear gas. You guys are doing all kinds of stuff like this. You can't be doing that. And the police are basically just doing their job. And while they're doing their job, you've got, you know, police just getting hammered on by the general public in these protests. It's just crazy. All right, the Seattle Police Department is already dangerously understaffed. With just about 1,200 so-called deployable officers, the Seattle Police Department is at lower levels than they were in 1990, 30 years ago. Population has increased by 44% since then. Meanwhile, crime is surging with reportedly year-over-year increases in homicides, and the homelessness continues to worsen also. So you've got a scenario where crime is getting worse, homelessness due to COVID, and because we had a major problem with it beforehand, is out of control. It's just, it's happening willy-nilly. Our parks are overrun here in Seattle, as they are in a lot of other cities with similar political leadership. And you've got cops quitting by the dozen. So 140, what did we say, 144 so far? And by the end of the year, maybe 200? Crazy numbers. The mayor's office believes the number of deployable staff could drop to 1,072 officers if the trends and hiring freeze continues. 1,072, so under 1,200. And from my understanding, 1,400 is about where you want because you've always got a couple hundred that are in flux. Now you are basically losing all of those flex officers. And so if you have something major happen, yeah, that's the crime around town, the normal crime. Just not going to get attended to. 
So this is a um, this is a Jason Rance tweet. Homelessness is exploding in Seattle. Tents in golf city parks. Kids find needles on playgrounds, and many homeless people get violent. The only effective tool the city had to tackle the problem was gutted by an ideologically driven city council. Yeah, that is kind of what's going on. You've got a city that its leadership doesn't really, they don't really respect the police. They don't respect the job they do. You can basically see how that worked when you had a a protester try and quick read, close a door, and then throw explosives in, basically just set the police department on fire. You've got that kind of activity going on. And guess what the city of Seattle council says? Nothing. The mayor barely says anything either. You got police officers getting smacked in the head. Granted, it goes both ways. You had a police officer, you had a Seattle police officer ride over one protester with his mountain bike, go plunk, thunk right over his helmet. Not the greatest move by SPD. But I think there's a lot of animosity between the protesters and the police. And a lot of the police are saying, hey, if we can't do our job, arrest these people when they break the law and you guys don't lock them up, guess what? We're out. We're done. You don't care about us. This isn't the city we want to be doing stuff in. Don't want to be putting our lives at risk for people who don't care about us. We're out of here. That's what the police are saying. Defunding will make a dire situation worse. Seattle police staffing situation is already dire. Service calls aren't getting reasonable response times. I think it's like nine minutes right now in Seattle for response time. And the city can't safely handle two major concurrent incidents. So if you got a big one, like a big protest going on, a lot of police need to be there, a couple hundred police need to be there. Guess what? The rest of the city, not safe. Don't have enough manpower. Don't have it to go. The city council is about to make it even worse. Thanks to activist pressure disconnected from reality, The city council will defund vacant officer positions as a way to cut the budget. They'll funnel funds to different programs like embedded social workers who can respond to 911 calls for people in crisis. We'll see how that goes. This will simply result in assaults or even murders of social workers. They aren't trying to defend themselves during emergency service calls. That's what I kind of keep talking about also is how many social workers are going to get taken out in this, this, this initial thing where we send out a social worker and not an armed police officer. How many get killed? Because you got a lot of people with mental issues out there. And the reason the police get called is because they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. And they're not in the right headspace. And guess what, you get an unarmed social worker called into those situations, it is not going to end well, it's going to go the bad way. And that's why the police get such a bad rap, because they're dealing with this stuff day in and day out. They're handling situations that the rest of us just wouldn't even touch, wouldn't even look at. Their situations are so bad. So the social workers, they aren't trained to defend themselves during emergency service calls. Police are. People say, oh, but the police need more training. That's fine. If you don't like the way they handle it, give them some more training. But you need some more cops in Seattle. That's the bottom line, right? You're getting dangerously low. And I think even this vote that we're talking about, I think even the uh, city council realized, oh, yeah, you know what? We're not going to put a a freeze on this hiring. We realize we need some more police coverage in our city. And so we've gone this full circle since July. July 1 was when CHOP was shut down. 
And that's when things kind of started, the ball started rolling on some of this stuff. It started actually happening. So now we're going full circle. You know what? We realized that we're a little short on police coverage. That whole defunding thing, mm, maybe not so much. Maybe 17% defunding, which the police officers have basically already done by saying, I'm not working here anymore. That's what's going on. Still, the council has walked back promises to defund the police by 50%. They're not doing it because they realize, oh, that is a terrible, terrible idea. A ridiculous goal they took to placate violent criminal activists during the notorious summer of love in Seattle. Walking back politically driven positions isn't a shock from this council, of course. No, this council does just nutty stuff. That's what they're, that's what they're famous for. Everybody kind of looks at our city council and goes, Ooh, what a bunch of Looney Tunes. Then candidates Dan Strauss and Andrew Lewis and incumbent council member Lisa Herbold all campaigned on the promises of hiring more officers. They were lying for the votes of Seattleites justifiably concerned with crime in their neighborhoods. Crime is getting out of control. Stories I read, Seattle, it's just like, oof, not good. This is not going in the right direction. They surely realize the path that they're putting this city on is untenable and dangerous. But they still have to satisfy the anti-police bloodlust of the activist movement here in Seattle. Their political futures depend on it. So they'll make some cuts now, pray it doesn't lead to more chaos, then continue down the path and pretend to be visionary heroes. Well, I don't think anybody is going to look at the Seattle City Council and go, visionary heroes. Those guys were really way ahead of their of their thinking. They really had it going on. No, the stuff that I see here, and, and he is, of course, joking. But visionary heroes, uh, what I envision in them running the city into the ground. And for a lot of stuff that I look at, that's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what they're doing. It can't get much worse is the next headline here. From a staffing perspective, it's hard to believe the Seattle Police Department could get much worse. Though the city will have to hire some officers next year to make up for the exodus, who would want to work here? That's what I keep saying. Is like, if I'm a cop and I can work anywhere else, that's where I probably go. Now, the place, so if I was, I was a Seattle police officer, here are the places I would not go Chicago, New York City, LA, Washington, D.C. Do you kind of see the common theme there? Yep, political leadership. Hating cops is a sport in Seattle. Council says nothing when criminal activists try to murder them. That is very true. We had some major, major events go on. And the Seattle City Council and the mayor just basically sat by and they were kind of mum. Mum's the word. Didn't really say much at all. Didn't condemn these actions at all. I noticed the um, the mayor down in Portland, he is condemning these actions now because his situation is even far worse than the scenario here in Seattle. He is actually condemning them. Everybody hates him. Everybody hates Ted Wheeler. Ugh. Difficult job down there in Portland. Beat down. The mayor is only a tepid defender of the police. Talk about Seattle mayor. If she supports police too strongly, she becomes more vulnerable to a farther left mayoral challenger. And when activists want their way, they know all they have to do is peacefully protest with Molotov cocktails and a threatening mob outside of a council member's home. That's what they did. That is exactly what's going on. Or maybe you throw some Molotov cocktails and a threatening mob outside of the mayor's house, which is what one of our city council members did. 
At a protest, the mayor's house. Not good. Still, officers are showing up and doing their job for now. Well, because they're getting paid for it, but there are fewer and fewer of them on the payroll. And that's just kind of the direction this is going. It's going south. It's not going in the right way. SPOG, the Seattle Police Officers Guild, will continue to stand up for Seattle's public safety and for officers' jobs, said SPOG President Salan, Mike Salan. False narratives about the fantastic human beings that do the job of policing are not only grossly wrong, but dangerous for our society. We will continue to answer that call for help, even if we're down to just one cop left in the city. That's the kind of people we are. We're never going to give in to the mob justice, and we will write the false narratives about us and our profession. We love Seattle, and we love our job. And I've read so many exit comments from the police officers that have been made public. And they're like, yeah, I love work. I love the city of Seattle. It's just being a cop in Seattle. It sucks. And if you've been to any of these protests, you kind of get the idea, oh, I wouldn't want to be a cop either. Even the protest we had in uh, Bellevue here, I don't know, maybe a month ago, a few weeks ago. I've got video out on that. They just, they're so nasty to the police officers. And the police officers are just trying to keep them from break, from the, the peaceful protesters from breaking into businesses, you know, smashing windows, graffiti, that kind of thing. I read the long laundry list of the 27 businesses that had crimes done against them in Portland this past weekend. Smash glass, graffiti, smash glass, graffiti. Just a lot of damage that doesn't need to happen. But it's happening out there because that's the message of the peaceful protesters. That's what they're talking about. Not really sure what message that is, but yeah, it's what we're dealing with. But as the Seattle force dwindles, it's fair to ask how many officers will be left? Plus, how will the city recruit quality candidates to take their places? I don't think they do. I think if you're a cop, unless you're a brand new cop and you can't seem to get a gig anywhere else, that's when you go, all right, I know I'm bottom of the barrel. I know I tested in the lowest 10th percentile of my class. I'm basically barely a police officer. I know I can get a job in Seattle. I think that's what happens. And then you're going to end up with some crappy officers. Sorry, Seattle. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get some just some crappy police officers because who else is going to want to sign up? to be SPD. Nobody, nobody in their right mind. Nobody wants them there. I mean, the, the people sitting at home definitely do. Because when they call 911, they want a cop, they don't want a social worker to show up, send me a cop, have me handle this, handle that big naked guy who's covered in human poop, who's got a knife. That's the guy you want the cop to show up and take care of. You don't want a social worker guess what, that social worker is going to get taken out and then then you really got to send the cops in, right? So ridiculous. It's so, it's so absurd. But we'll just kind of see how this social experiment works out. And in the meantime, you got just a lot fewer cops on the streets. That's what's going on. So if you're a citizen of Seattle, expect the response times to your 911 calls to get even longer and longer. Don't expect to have quality police officers. Look at that budget. And if you're an activist, you'll go, oh, we did that. All right. Nice job, guys. Well done. See how that works out for you. I don't think it's going to be great. And if we're down a couple hundred police officers here, 
that has a real impact on things. And this is not something that you can turn around quickly either. You're not going to just have a whole bunch of police officers sitting on the sidelines going, oh, pick me, pick me. I want to be a cop in Seattle. No, that is not the case. It's the opposite. They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go to South Dakota where they get paid pretty good, lower cost of living. They can have a real life and not get hammered on by a bunch of people who don't really care about law and order. That's what you got going on here in Seattle. So I hope it turns around. I hope people recognizing, oh, the police were already down a lot of police officers. But the only place that I seem to come up with these numbers is from Jason Rance, KTTH, here in Seattle. I don't see any major media covering this kind of thing. Because I don't think anybody is really looking at the real what's really going to happen when you get too few cops in a big city. That's what we're talking about. That's my concern. That's why I talk about it here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast is because when you have too few cops roaming the streets, can't do their job, criminals know, all right, the city's in play. Let's go there because our odds of getting taken down, our odds of our livelihood being taken away from us by us getting put in jail are slim to none. Let's go there. And then you just got crime that runs rampant. Same thing with prosecutors. Prosecutors are not really prosecuting the people that the cops do their jobs for. Bring people in that have admittedly committed crimes. We all know they commit crimes. What do we do? City of Seattle just lets them back out on the street. All right, John. Good good job, guys. Sorry for the two or three hour delay. You guys are all free to go. Keep going back to your whatever is you're doing, whatever mid-level misdemeanors you're doing. If you're not doing a felony here in Seattle, you're good to go. All right. See you guys soon. And we'll, we'll see you see you tomorrow night. I mean, that's that's a gross over exaggeration of what's going on, but it's literally what's going on here in Seattle. And as more of these stories continue, I will report them to you right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Again, thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up. Love to have you subscribe. If not, thanks for being here. I'm going to record another one. We'll catch up with you guys soon. Bye for now. Until then, bye. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.